Welcome to Yamoja Speaks podcast, where we discuss traumatic experiences and self-expression through the means of art and understanding our experience in foster care and how it shaped our lives. We look to our traumatic experiences as ways to learn from them and learn how it impacts us in our lives and then shape our future for tomorrow. We express ourselves through the means of art and so we utilize our artistic expression in order to deal with our trauma. And in this podcast, we discuss how to turn that trauma or dealing with those traumatic experiences and discussing how it impacted our lives. We discuss self-improvement techniques. We discuss communication issues, all stemming from the issues from a traumatic experience, and then how we can overcome these issues and change the foster care system for the next generation of youth and eventually open up a dialogue and a conversation with foster parents, foster youth, county workers, as well as judges, lawyers, guardian ad litems, etc. This podcast is utilized to open up a dialogue between everyone involved in order for us to be on the same page and move forward to listen and have an open conversation with every everyone involved and to change the foster care system for the next generation of youth. If you like listening to this podcast, do not forget to visit us on all social media platforms at Yamoja Speaks. It will also be listed in the show notes. Let's get started. Let's get started within this podcast and like if you let's get started with the podcast hello and welcome back to the podcast so this week we're discussing how relationships impact our future and i know we discussed relationships in the past and how it shaped other relationships that we have with other individual people. However, the people that we currently have around us, how are they impacting whether or not we reach our goals and reach our milestones in life versus being stagnant? Because we all have relationships and we know if they're good for us or if people do not have the best intentions for us. And we also know that with every relationship, in every relationship. Okay, so before getting started, I do want to make an announcement and say that we are ultimately responsible for how we interact with people and how those relationships are cultivated and the dynamic of those relationships in our lives. So we have the power and the control to say what that relationship look like, how much time we give to that person or not, how much uh, conversation we engage in with this person. We ultimately have 
control over how we are treated or not treated. And so when we're looking at our friendships and our relationship dynamic with people, we have to understand that we are in control first and foremost. So we have to know that if we're not doing the things that we want to do in life, number one, we have to check our own relationship with ourselves and then assess how that reflects on the relationship that we're carrying on with other people. Because if we don't have that good and healthy relationship with self, we cannot expect a relationship with other people to just fall in line and mysteriously be authentic, able to be, you know, exceptionally well put together. You can't because the relationship that you have with yourself and how you treat yourself is not right. And therefore... When you interact with other people, you haven't set those boundaries. You haven't did the interwork. And so people treat you how you ultimately treat yourself and what you're willing to allow them to get away with. So with that being said, what is the relationship that you have with yourself? Then look at the relationships that you're keeping with your friends. And your relatives. And then look at your life. Are you living the life that you want to live? Are you accomplishing the goals and the things that you want to accomplish? Or are you falling short with hanging out too much? Engaging in meaningless conversations with people? Fixing the problems of other people? Versus fixing your own problems. So I did want to make that announcement because after listening to the podcast for myself, I realized that number one, we have to take ownership of how we allow people to infiltrate our peace and control our emotions. Because we want to look at an ideal, and this is personal, I look at people for potential and ideal, how I see them and their effort to accomplish something or to be something. I look at the future of what could happen versus the reality of what is sometimes. And what happens is that I tolerate a lot of stuff because I know that they could potentially get to a place where all of this nonsense ceased to exist. However, I also know that it is not my job to go around fixing the people and their problems or whatever that might look like. I cannot do that. And so when I interact with people, I must be mindful that instead of looking at the potential that they have, look at who they are right now and deal with them how they are right now. And yes, to encourage them and build them up. However, not at the detriment of my own success, right? 
So if it hinders me accomplishing what I need to accomplish in my life, that means that I need to pull back some and really give them the tools that they need, give them the ideas that they need, plant the seeds that need to be planted, and then allow them to cultivate that and do what they need to do with it and step away so that I can do what I was sent here to do and stay rightfully on my path. And I hope that makes sense (laughs) because (laughs) I was just really thinking about the relationships that I have with people and how I have a relationship with myself. And I'm still in this process of really working on the relationship that I have with myself so that I can actually work on the relationships that I have with other people. And um, I've noticed that it wasn't so much friendships getting in the way of my own success. It was the relationship that I had with self that was getting in the way. So for me personally, dealing with being in foster care, it didn't allow me to just hang out with just anybody and everyone because I wasn't that type of person and I didn't need a lot of friends around me. So for me, it was prioritizing my own goals and reviewing those goals and knowing what I wanted to do with my life. And I don't have everything figured out up to this point. I'm, you know, in my later 20s and I don't have all the answers for what I want to accomplish, but I am in the process of moving forward to know that I need to write down in detail, how do I envision my life? What do I want in my life? Who do I want in my life? And visualizing what that may look like for me and then understanding how I need to move every single day to get closer to it and then reinforcing my self-esteem by stating to myself that I'm enough, that I'm good enough, that I I review my accomplishments and my lessons because I have a binder that has Everything that I accomplished, but then how I was also set back and then set up for greatness. So all of the lessons of me being fired from a job or me not quite getting a scholarship or me halfway, like in mid-semester, failing out of a few of my classes. Me recognizing that my journey of learning and improving is not without mistakes is not without lessons. In fact, I need to understand how to utilize those lessons, those felt relationships with people, the ideal image that I have of them versus the reality of who they are and either number one, accepting who they are for who they are or removing myself because I am unable to deal with who they are and it's hindering Pieces of me from flourishing, from being who I need to be. So those are two options that I have in order to reach my success. Personally, I have never really allowed a friendship to hinder me. But relatives 
I allow relatives to speak, and I have in the past, to speak negativity into some of the projects that I wanted to initiate. And words have a powerful way of shaping our reality. And for someone to, you know, openly express what they want to someone and for another person to, you know, make it seem like that is the most stupidest idea that ever existed, it hits another person's ego. And for me, it was like, well, I took a step back and I had to realize like, oh my goodness, what type of plan and dream am I having? And in reality, it stagnated me in my thinking process of, well, maybe I shouldn't be doing this and maybe I should go another route. And I took a completely different turn because I told the wrong person and they did not see my vision. They didn't see the overall arching idea that I have for my life and they can't. Because what my plans are for my life was given to me only. My vision was given to me only. And I cannot explain it in depth to anyone else to have them fully understand. So when you tell someone really crazy and big ideas, if their mindset is not crazy and big within their own lives, if they think really small within their own lives and limit their their own abilities and skills then they're going to put that on you and it's sometimes not intentionally but if they don't have a grand idea for their own lives they can't have that grand thinking for yours and that's with any relationship so i really think about what has hindered me up to this point why I did not achieve certain goals and the reality is I told the wrong person I was not self-confident in what I was doing and how I would be doing it and that led to telling the wrong person feeling more self-conscious about um was this a good idea? Is it a good idea? How would people look at me? Oh, maybe you're right. Maybe this isn't a good idea. And going through the negative self-talk about my grand plan for my life and then hindering the process for me to move forward. And then the other thing is to deal with the mental state that I'm in. And not just pushing it off to the side, but actually addressing how I feel and what I'm thinking about because ultimately what I choose to think about, even on a subconscious level, everything that we think about daily and consistently is what appear in our lives and what we argue about. Check the arguments that you have with people too and really pay attention when you're arguing with them Pay attention to what's being said because what's being said will always come back around if it's not addressed. And then the behaviors stick around too. The actions stick around too. So the action of yesterday becomes today's action if we do not check the thought 
that was there yesterday as well. If the thought stays, the action stays. If the thought changes, the action changes. So when I look at my journey and why I did not accomplish what I needed to accomplish at the time I needed to accomplish it, I was really thinking um, in a limited space, in a limited idea of my own life based off the people that I had around me in their limited thinking about their own lives. And so I hope that you listen to this podcast and find all the good tips and um, how I phrase it when you're dealing with relationships with people and you're looking at your life and wondering why you haven't reached your goal that you set last year. What have you done for the whole year? Have you been hanging out too much? Have you put a relationship as priority over your own relationship with yourself? Just some ideas to run by and enjoy. Thank you. These friends are not malicious in their intent. So we all know the people we call friends and they envy us, they're jealous, um, they don't have much going on for themselves. And since you have aspirations in life, they look at you and say, hmm, okay, um, yeah, you got that big promotion, but I mean, it's not that big of a deal. I'm not talking about these, you know, low-key, hating, conniving friends. I'm not talking about these friends. Yes, some of them are lurking among us, but um, I I don't know any in my circle, but um, there's always someone that's going to be like jealous of you, right? But we're not talking about those friends that's jealous of you, that want your life, that's envious of you. No, we're, we're speaking about friends who are unintentionally but may be hindering your success. And they might be really good friends to you. So we'll talk about both. We'll talk about people who they want you to stay at their level. They don't want you to pass them up. We'll talk about those type of individuals and how they stagnate you, how hanging around with them and being associated with them, leave you in a situation where your life is going nowhere and you not you aren't accomplishing all the things that you want to. And then we'll also discuss the friendships that are genuine and maybe what's hindering you is how much time and attention you focus on giving this person rather than giving yourself. So let's go through the first one and discuss friends who are envious and jealous of you and how they stop you and hinder you. So we might have those friendships that we've known this person for a very long time and so it's harder to let that relationship go because you built up so much of a relationship with them and coming from the perspective of being in foster care we don't extend our trust to just anyone 
And sometimes we extend our trust to everyone and then we get burned, mistreated. But in situations where we've put a lot of effort, especially if we are coming from a background where we were abused or mistreated, and we want the openness of a relationship with someone, and so we open ourselves to be vulnerable with a person. And let's say years go by and we've built up this relationship with this person for a very long time. And now we're looking at our lives and our friendship, our relationship with this individual. And it's just not what it used to be. But we still hang out with them. We're still communicating with them. And this is the toxic, you know, friendship or relationship, right? And so we're telling them all of our dreams and we're being completely vulnerable, completely out there and we're telling them the trueness of who we are, what we go through, our emotions, our aspirations in life. And if a person is coming from a a place in their life of unsatisfactory thinking and understanding like I am worthless, if that is what the way they think of themselves, they're going to project that onto you. So if they don't see satisfaction in their own lives, now you're telling them about your aspirations and your dreams and your goals, and they're shutting you down. This can be a family member or a friend or a significant partner where you're explaining to them all of these ideas that you have, and they're you know, throwing darts at it as if it's insignificant. It don't matter. Like, okay, whatever. You're going to do it. I believe you. They're being so nonchalant about you telling them and expressing what you want out of life or how you even feel. And they're just pushing it away like it don't matter. That person is going to hinder you because what happens is that insecurity in your mind is going to creep in. It's like, well, is it acceptable? Is it okay? Should I be going out and doing this with my life? Should I, you know, feel this way? Their insecurity and their lack of satisfaction in their own lives from an envious standpoint is interfering with what you need to do in yours. But you maintain this relationship because, I mean, you've been engaging with this person for a very long time. So you think, well, maybe they're right. Maybe they are right. Maybe this is a stupid idea. Maybe I shouldn't be feeling this way. Maybe I should look over at this perspective of life. But in trueness, a friend and a valued relationship and person who values that relationship with you will always be truthful with you, but spare your feelings. And they will take into account how you feel about a situation and a subject and really consider that to the point of telling you advice that do not cross a certain line in that friendship, not disrespecting you, not putting you down, not teasing you, all of the things that are associated with like negative um, 
understanding of like what a friendship is, all of the toxic back and forth. Don't get me wrong. You do have disagreements. You do have arguments. And that's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about the nitpicking and, oh, you know, you think that you're better than someone. Those type of comments. So these people usually keep you stuck if you continue to have relationships with them and they don't change. If they are content within their lives being mediocre, they absolutely don't want you to change. So as they listen and they hear all the things that you want to accomplish, they will stop you from thinking that way so that you can stay at their level intentionally. Now, other people may be really good friends to you, but some of us have this codependency where we need to have other people around us a lot, most of the time, because we don't feel secure when we're by ourselves. We don't feel happy when we're by ourselves, right? We have a level of insecurity, of doubt, of self-esteem issues, of being overwhelmed or whatever it may be that's within us that we know we need to deal with. And yet being around other people helps us to distract ourselves and not deal with what we're feeling and what we have gone through. So these people might be really good friends. They might give really good advice to you in a time being, but they want to monopolize on your time or you are that friend who wants to hang out and kick it and have fun all the time and you're really not focused back on what you want to do with your life. You haven't sat down and sat there really being still to think, what do I what am I passionate about? What do I want out of life? What excites me? What am I good at? What are my skills? You haven't done that. And so you are the person who hang out with all of your friends and haven't and don't sit down by yourself. This stagnates us when we don't spend enough alone time to just gather our thoughts, to quiet everything down. And mind you, I have two kids. (laughs) I have two beautiful daughters. And Sometimes I feel like I don't ever get a chance to wind down because even when I have alone time, this is the difference between winding down and just having time alone, quality time alone, right? Winding down is the ability to relax your mind. All the thoughts that you're constantly thinking about, cleaning up the house, doing your schoolwork, getting your kids ready and dressed, picking out their clothes to prep for the next week, making sure that you cut off the oven. Whatever the task is that you're constantly going to check your mental boxes and say, I did that, I did that, I did that. That is not officially winding down. Being able to cut that operating or operational thought patterning off allows you to relax your mind and solely focus on breathing, this now moment, how your body feels, what emotional state you're in, and relax. To officially relax. You're not watching TV. 
you're you're not thinking about how you need to be in action and be doing something. You're at peace at just being still. That's the ability to wind down. Of course, you can do some journaling exercises, reading a book, but it relaxes your body and your mental processes. Being alone when you're at home by yourself, like for me, when I'm home by myself and I feel like I have all these tasks that needs to be completed and checked off my list, well, that's being alone, but that's not quality time. Being alone and relaxing. That is me being able to do the things that I need to get done because I have the free time and the ability to get those things done. Now I can focus my time on what needs to happen and accomplish it. Start checking them off the list. I'm not trying to wind down. I'm not trying to be at peace. I'm trying to be in action and accomplishing what I need to accomplish. And then the quality time being alone, of course, goes back to winding down, being in a mental space where you can truly find peace and relax. So to wrap this up, or sort of wrap this up, is understanding what what space you're in. So do you look to other people to feel time Let's say you do have kids because a lot of my friends and my associates and people that I am around, I know they have children. And I'm thinking about how much time do they have to spend quality time by themselves to wind down. Not, oh, I don't have the kids so I can go hang out. Not all the kids are with, um, you know, whoever, their grandmother. So now I have time to kick it. But, okay, the kids are where they need to be and they're safe. Now it's time for me to run that that bubble bath and try out this new um, bath bomb that <laughs> that um, I bought. Or, and I, I'm laughing because I bought... Um, I bought my my supplies for taking a bath and I still have not used it and it's been a few months now and I'm just like, oh, I wish, you know. <laughs> so as I'm telling you um, to focus and do all these things, it's scheduling, you know, when do I have the time to just relax and not worry about work and the kids and cleaning up the house and whatever else that needs to be checked off my list, not those things. When am I going to plan a time where, you know, my husband takes the kids and I'm just here by myself, the house is clean, I feel relaxed, and now it's, it's bath time. Time to wind down with my book like I used to do. When is that going to happen? Sometimes it takes us to schedule those things in because it's important to us. So when I'm thinking about relationships with people, and being set up for the future and thinking about all of the endeavors that I want to have and where I want to be in life. What am I passionate about? What have I done in the past that excited me that I would continue to do now? 
when I think about all these things and I express it to some of the people that I have around me, I watch how they react to it. And it's not so much asking anyone for permission. It's more so, will they be supportive to me along my journey? And it's really, if no, if the answer is no, then they cannot come along the journey. As simple as that. I do not need any other distractions and nor do you or be the distraction for other people. So no, I'm not telling you kick out all of your friends and be like, oh, new year, new me. You don't got my phone number, so we can't kick it. Oh, and then posting, well, only certain people got my new number this year. New me, new me. Like new year, new me, only new phone number, only new people got, like, not those things. Just realizing who can take a step back and they work on their journey and their life simultaneously as you're working on yours so that you too, when you come back together and you're discussing all the things, even if it's only a week that's passed and y'all haven't seen each other within that week, now y'all have a week worth of things that you've accomplished and you can share it with one another back and forth. Oh yeah, I got this. And oh, congratulations, girl. That is so amazing. Like what's the next step for next week? Those type of developing relationships that feed into you, that's asking you, what's the next thing that you have going on? What's the next big thing that you're going to be working on? How can I assist you in pushing it forward? What connections do you need versus someone who the envious friend that don't care or nothing about it, that don't want to even hear about the accomplishments or aspirations and where you're going Or when you do, they kind of brush it off like it's insignificant versus the person who just like want to hang out and kick it and have fun. Like there's kick it time. There's congratulations. You did this time. And there's a get out of my face time. And so what type of friend, (laughs) what type of time do your friends have? Like, Really, what type of time are your friends in? You know, are they, let's hang out all the time? Are they, get out of my face? You know, what type of time are they on? Because that will really give you an understanding of what type of relationship you have with them and where's your life going. So to wrap things up, how can we... Understanding relationships that we're cultivating with people and to understand how it's either, oh, excuse me, how it's either helping us or hindering us. How can we assess that? that? So typically what I like to do is I spend a lot of time by myself. I spend a lot of time reflecting over the things that I've done. And even if it's like really small, like throwing something away and I knew I, sh- I I'm thinking back to like all of the steps that I've done leading up to me throwing out this box right and so I'm going over what I remember doing 
And this can also be in terms of relationships. What do you remember saying? What do you remember doing? What do you remember and how you made them feel? Going over all of the interactions that you have with individuals and see what role you play and what role they play. And then be really intentional about looking at how they interacted with you and why they are in your life. What do they contribute? What do you contribute to them? And once you have an understanding about those things, what your relationship stands for, like, you know, you got that friend that you only kick it with. And that's fine. Every Friday, if you want to kick it, you know who to call up. Every Tuesday, you want to have a tip Tuesday with your one friend. So y'all hop online and y'all do y'all little thing, one, two, three, and y'all building each other businesses up. You know who you call. So assess your relationships and how you interact with people and know how you interact with people so that you can move accordingly when you have these relationships so that it does not hinder you and you give people the proper time that they deserve in your life without feeling guilty that you are not accomplishing your goals because you're telling the wrong person or you aren't as close as you want to be in life because you're hanging out way too much with the party friend and not the intellectual friend. And I know it seems like, wow, how do you compartmentalize friendships, relationships? But I feel like we are multifaceted people. And for me, I can just solely say, like, I like poetry. Not everyone in my circle is poetic or enjoys to write. And even if they do, maybe they aren't actively writing. I also like to play the guitar. I haven't done so in a while, but I like instruments, the guitar and the drum. (laughs) And so when I go to um, drum circles, not everybody wants to be in this drum circle. Not all of the people that I know, associates and friends and people that I know want to go to that. Not everybody are into plays and the art museum. So it's understanding if you want to do certain things, you know exactly who you would call for that purpose. So I know who and why I will call a person up to go to a play or the museum because that's what the relationship that we have versus forcing someone to get on the same code as me and do what I want them to do. So know what type of relationships you have with people. Know why y'all are friends. Understand what y'all have in common and what you can do and then compartmentalize that relationship in order to be the best person that you can be. That's the way I look at it. And yes, I do compartmentalize my friendships. Yes, I do know who I'm going to call for certain activities. And finally, Yes, I do try my hardest to find the quality wind down time in my life so that I can just solely think and journal and possibly put my feet up and read a book. Relax. 
and have space where I'm not thinking, what's next? What do I have to do? I'm not in this transition of go, right? Not picking up people's phone calls because I must answer. It is my time, it's my time. And you too have to find your time. I hope this podcast was helpful and really I hope that it was like focused. I hope that I was able to focus and it was clear. So if you do like this podcast, do not forget to leave a comment about what type of time do your friends have with you and what type of friends do you have around you? What similarities do you and your friends have? What differences are there between you? And what hinders the relationship? What is hindering you, if anything? Because maybe you are still achieving and accomplishing, regardless of the relationship that you have with your friends or your family, you're still on the up. So what is hindering you from taking that next step? All right. I cannot wait to hear from you and all of the comments. You can leave a comment on whatever platform that you are using to listen to this podcast as well as come over to our little spot of the internet. Yamoja just speaks. The links are in the description box below. I cannot wait to hear from you. All right. Talk to you later.